I want to share with you a take on forgiveness that I have sat with for a while and it's really transformed so many of my relationships. It's transformed the relationship I have with myself, but it's also transformed the relationship I have with the experiences that I've had in my life. Hi, I'm Kirsten Leo, and this is the Light Path Podcast, brought to you by thelightpathcollective.com. I am passionate about exploring energetic practices, spiritual principles, healing modalities, and connecting to the experience and wisdom of others to illuminate our paths and live at our greatest capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love. Welcome back to the podcast. What an honor it is to be joining with you again to learn, to explore, and to evolve, really, out loud with you via this form of this podcast. And today I want to touch on a topic that is unavoidable, I think, for every human being that walks this planet and is often a very misunderstood concept. And that is the one of forgiveness. You know, I don't know about you and how you grew up learning about the concept of forgiveness and what that really means, but my experience of forgiveness has always been maybe that kind of Roman Catholic version of forgiveness is that it's something that you ask for and it's more like a repenting opportunity where you are asking for forgiveness for yourself or you are seeking forgiveness from another or someone is seeking that from you and the form that it takes is one of kind of forgive and forget like almost what you did is okay it's all fine let's move on and although I think that there can be some type of merit in that form of forgiveness It's always kind of left me feeling a little bit empty, to be honest, and maybe a little bit confused or distant from my needs being met in that form or that process of forgiveness as it was presented to me back then. So today I really want to share with you a take on forgiveness that I have sat with for a while and it's really transformed so many of my relationships. It's transformed the relationship I have with myself, but it has also transformed the relationship I have with the experiences that I have had in my life. And I don't know which spiritual teacher actually shared this take on forgiveness because I would really would love to credit them. So once you hear it, if you know who it is, please let me know and I will whack it in the show notes. But when I heard this take on forgiveness, it changed everything for me. So I want to unpack it with you and maybe give you an opportunity really to explore forgiveness in this way for yourself. What I heard that has stuck with me was that forgiveness is just accepting that things happened the way that they happened. Forgiveness is accepting things exactly as they were. 
And for me, that freed up so much space because it did not force me into a place where I felt forgiveness was boxing away some of the emotional responses or debris or the unresolved tension that I may have felt towards a situation, towards a person or something that I perceived happened to me. And so practically, when we think about forgiveness, it is this force, this energy that is ever present in our lives. Because like I said before, we are constantly going to be called to a place where we have to sit with that energy and that grace of forgiveness whilst we hold space for this forgiveness and ourselves at the same time. So if we can understand forgiveness as being something that we are just merely accepting, that whatever happened, happened just as it happened, then we are not trying to rewrite history and rewrite the past so that we can feel better about it. We're actually allowing ourselves to come into a place of reverence and acceptance for it without having to change it. Because let's be really frank, it can't be changed. It happened. And it happened exactly the way it happened. So when we filter that down to something as simple as, say, schoolyard scraps, where one child says something hurtful to another, you know, you can't play in this game, or I don't like you, or whatever it is, you know, the big uh, ammunition in kindergarten, I heard a lot was like, you can't come to my party. Um, these are big things when you're five, (laughs) but as an adult in this situation, I have facilitated a lot of conversations where I'm trying to cultivate this awareness where, you know, what you said may have been inappropriate or it may have been hurtful. And we're trying to monitor, you know, model to them the, the, the openness of apologizing. And then unfortunately, I've also facilitated this immediate expectation where the person that is receiving that apology is obliged to forgive and forgive in the form of it's okay. And that's what you hear little kids say all the time, right? I'm sorry, it's okay. When quite frankly, it's actually not that those words have hurt or I still feel offended or hard done by or whatever it is. And I think this is where I may have personally uh, miseducated and where maybe we can re-educate ourselves now as adults personally, but also children in a different way. Because whilst on the playground, in our first experiences of forgiveness for many of us, being that it's okay response, holding hands or hugging it out or shaking hands and skipping off again and not really allowing the space to hold the emotions of disappointment and hurt and allow for them to be resolved and felt. And the forgiver is having just to move on from it by saying it's okay purely because the person has apologized, no matter how authentic that is when you're five, but that is how we're trained and we're programmed. And I wonder how that has translated into our adult life. You know, cut 20 years later, we may be in a relationship, our first significant one, for example, and our partner does something to really upset us. They may 
for example, speak to us in a tone that is not appreciated or respectful. They may say something out of hurt or frustration that really hurts our feelings, or they may do something to jeopardize the sacred container of that relationship by overstepping a barrier that was agreed on by the two of you. And they repent and they are sorry. And our only port of reference for forgiveness is that's okay, kiss, make up, move on where you're just actually going to build up a little checklist of resentment. And I have done this because it hasn't actually been resolved. There hasn't been enough space for those feelings to exist. But if we look at forgiveness through the lens of acceptance rather than it's okay, it gives us a lot more wiggle room to feel acknowledged both as the perpetrator and as the, in inverted commas, victim of a situation. And we are going to be both at many phases and stages and times in our lives. So I have been really sitting with this concept of forgiveness for a while because personally, I have been involved in letting go a lot of things. And I'll just share one personal experience where I have been in this friendship for a very, very long time, 30 years as a result, we've grown up together. This friendship has um, had ups and downs. There's been times of complete break from each other, coming back together. And really what underlines this friendship, this friendship that I have been a willing participant in for this very long time, is this connection that we share, this deep love and respect for each other. So it was a little while ago, a couple of years ago, where that, you know, connection and love and respect was, I felt, really taken for granted. Um, I'm obviously not going to share with you the details of that (laughs) out of respect for them and myself. Um, But I think this is something that we can all, uh, you know, kind of relate to. Because as a result of this, I was left angry, disappointed, and a lot of things. And this person was not coming forward with an apology. They're still not. And I would dare to say that as a result of that, that this friendship is no longer in existence, which is really sad. The connection and the love, of course, doesn't just die. It's still there, but it definitely isn't an active ingredient any longer in my life. And as fun as it is sometimes to sit in the anger and the righteousness of what it is I perceived transpired for me in that connection or in that interaction or those interactions, I know that ultimately that is a really unhealthy place to be. Anger and dissatisfaction and all the things and disappointment is not actually a bad emotion it's a very healthy emotion my kinesiologist once said to me that anger is a place or an indication that we just didn't feel loved and it's so true that's how I feel but I know I don't want to feel angry for this or towards this person because it's only sapping me of my energy and I don't want to walk around with that type of energy directed towards anyone or anything And I knew that the only way to move on from that anger was ultimately to forgive somebody for something that for all intents and purposes, I was never going to get an apology for or that they were even sorry for. So I'm sure you've all been in this kind of situation 
where you have to forgive someone for something that you're never going to get a sorry for. So I had to dive deep into forgiveness it, because it's not an it's all right or I understand the reason behind they did what they did. And I can kind of actually also do that. But it actually what happens in that is it dishonors my position. It di- dishonors my emotions in that exchange and devalues my worthiness within that exchange so there was no way I could go down that route and I wouldn't allow myself to go down that route so I really really had to dive deep into the acceptance that I accept that that person that relationship whatever they did what they did full stop the end did I go in and look at it from every angle and psychoanalyze the behavior? Of course I did, um, because we're human and we want to find resolution. But ultimately, none of that changes anything. It might bring a little softness. It might bring compassion, perspective, sure. But it did not wipe away my anger. And it has definitely not changed the format that this connection is now in as a result of what has happened. But by bringing forgiveness in the form of deep acceptance that what happened happened in the exact way that it happened and no amount of apology no amount of accepting that apology and it's all right is going to change that rather I can just accept it so that I can feel free I can feel free to be rid of the frustration and the disappointment and the anger I can feel free to process these emotions I can feel free to grieve some of the loss that has occurred because of this And I can ultimately move through these emotions, not on, because I'm not sure that any type of interaction is something that we move on from. It's always going to be woven into our tapestry. Any type of love that we share is going to be a part of us. And even if it was negative in that moment for us, and maybe in the experiences that you've had with people, even if it turns a bit negative, it's still there. And so we're not moving on from it, as in that chapter of my life is closed. I'm just moving through that chapter and I can keep walking in a way that I allow myself the space to feel proud of me and aligned with my values and what is true for me. And it is often said that the toughest bit of forgiveness is going to be the apology that you never get. So it doesn't make it all right. It just brings us to a place of acceptance. Another area of forgiveness that I have noticed in my life that I find it a little bit difficult to navigate is the space of forgiving myself. I don't know about you, but I am pretty hard on myself. And I think that this trait of mine is a double-edged sword. It is really good because I like to keep myself accountable to standards that keep me motivated, that keep me moving forward, that keep me striving and achieving and changing and growing and evolving. And I love that about the standards that I have for myself. I really do. But sometimes these high standards stop me 
from slipping into patterns of behavior and choices that are not in alignment with my truth, which again is also really amazing. But the flip side of that coin is that when I don't live up to these expectations I have of and for myself, I can be really, really hard on myself. I can really berate myself. I can find myself very easily in a situation where I'm not holding myself with the love and the compassion that I should be or that I even deserve. And it doesn't feel robust enough for me just to say it's okay or it's all right or we'll do better next time to skip off. It just doesn't sit well. But when I'm able to step back and just accept it, I accept that that was the level of performance or dedication or commitment that I was willing or actually able to give at that time. It frees me from feeling any type of guilt or prolonged connection to being hard on myself in that situation. So seeing forgiveness as a form of acceptance, I accept exactly the way it was. I accept the way things happened as they happened. It really frees me up. It brings me back into the present and allows me again to truly know that the decisions that I make now moving forward are not based on the harshness or the judgment I have of and for myself for the decisions that I made in the past or the choices. It is actually fully based on the standards upon which I hold myself to now. And the continuation of evolving gives me space to trip, to fall, to change, to shift in direction because it is from a place of acceptance. When I am in a place of harshness and when I am in a place of, well, that's not okay. That's not okay, that choice that I made. Or how far I have been able to walk down a road that has disappointed me. I then in the present make the decision to counterbalance that and counteract that. So the decision or the vibrational energy around those decisions or intentions actually comes from a place of dissatisfaction, frustration, of loathing, or whatever it is I may be feeling. And if I go in with that intention, with that energetic vibration behind that decision that I'm making to counteract or counterbalance it, then I am obviously going to recreate it just in a different form. So a really simple example. Let's just say, let's put this around healthy eating, something that we all try to do. So I might set this standard for myself where I might eat a particular way for my body to feel really good. And I can go through a phase where maybe I don't hold myself to those standards and I'm eating foods that aren't so good for me. So I can go in and go, oh my goodness, I can't believe I ate that. I can't believe this is how I've been eating. And I can be really disappointed and disgusted in myself. And I can say, right, this is it. You did that. You ate that. So today you have to eat really restrictively. Then the energy behind that the food that I eat and the energy that I'm literally putting my body is punishment. So what do I truly believe that that food energetically and vibrationally is going to do to my body? But if I woke up this morning and said, okay, you didn't eat that well yesterday. You didn't do what you know what works well for you. But I'm in total acceptance that you did that. I don't even need to dive into the reason or justify it. But I can just accept that yesterday I didn't eat so well. And I made choices that weren't aligned with my desires and my truths. And so if I can just accept that, 
then today I can also accept that I'm going to choose differently. I'm going to choose choices that are supportive and nourishment, nourishing for me. Now, just with that shift of energy, imagine what the food then I ingest today is going to do for my body. So I just wanted to share these perspectives with you in the hope that it helps you just as much as it has helped me. Just to loosen the tension and the reins around the concept of forgiveness. To be in a place of acceptance is really to come to a deep place in our humanity and to allow people and ourselves to make mistakes, to maybe not be at their best all the time and to accept that that is actually going to be a part of life. And when we can accept that, I don't have to continue to be poisoned by the occurrence. I can just accept that it's happened and move through it with that knowledge. As Wayne Dyer used to say, it's never the snake bite that kills you. It's not the thing that someone said or that they did or they didn't do. It's not the promise that they broke or the way in which you have let yourself down. It is not the snake bite that kills you. It's the venom. The venom is that energy, those perceptions, those emotions, the anger, the frustration, the grudges, the punishment, whatever it is that you allow to pulse through your veins in the present post the event. This is what will ultimately dampen your vibration. This is what is poisoning you. But when we are allowing these emotions to exist and accept it happened at the same time, we are much better positioned to move through it. Acceptance, just accepting it happened the way it happened. And then from there, seeing to the parts of myself that were triggered because of that. Going to the healing there and finding a way to love myself with compassion and grace that allows me to be free and not consumed by that venom that could so easily derail or injure me. I hope that that take on forgiveness has helped. If it has, I would love to hear your thoughts over on the Facebook community page, the Light Path community. But for now, sending you so much love and light and thank you for joining me uh, as you walk your path with maybe this little bit of guidance thank you for joining us on this episode of the light path podcast i hope that the information shared here has helped illuminate your path be sure to check out the show notes for links related to this episode while you're there remember to subscribe to the podcast to ensure you never miss an episode I'm Kirsten Leo, and I can't wait to explore and expand our capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love together in the next episode.